Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. But what's funny is, you know, being in the e-commerce world, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners will understand this, we look at who's selling this item. And right now, that is not even a factor. Welcome back to Pitstop. Joining me is Harry Wolanski. He's a former Walmart e-commerce merchant. He's also a category specialist on the sporting goods team at jet.com slash Walmart. So a little bit of insider knowledge. And as an online seller himself, he's seen the differences and nuances between all the different platforms. So he is joining us for a few episodes to talk about some of the things that he's working on currently with Skew Ninja, a software solution that makes it easy to optimize for walmart.com and also just selling on Walmart in general, because I think that it's something that we will see a lot more of in the coming Year. So, Harry, welcome to Pit Stop. Thanks so much for having me, Lucas. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So, let's jump into it. For the first episode, we're going to talk about a little bit of survey data that you did. So, why don't you introduce the survey to lay the stage so we know who was surveyed, what kinds of questions they were asked, and really what we were trying to uncover. Yeah, so our company, White Spider, we built the tool SKU Ninja, and we're pretty much Walmart experts. It's the only marketplace that we focus on. We sent out a survey to around 1,500 shoppers, you know, to see who's made a purchase in the last three months and, you know, why they were shopping on walmart.com in the first place. Some of the results that came back were super interesting. You know, as you can imagine, you know, most people going to Walmart are looking for better pricing and deals. So that was the primary reason for, you know, them choosing Walmart over going to, let's say, uh, you know, Costco or Amazon or Best Buy or something like that. The other options that came in number two is the pickup options and service. So Walmart's been doing a lot with pickup today. So if an item is store shared, you can order it online and then go pick it up in the store. So just two high level reasons why people are shopping on Walmart right now. You know, getting that data right from the shoppers, uh, you know, just asking them why is super interesting. So I feel like we have a good understanding now of you know, how people are interacting with walmart.com, why they're going there in the first place, and what they're really looking for. It's really price, but also the convenience or the experience of being able to pick it up today, which I think is something that Amazon is really struggling. I can't really speak to, to Best Buy. I haven't ordered too, too much from there my, myself, but there's not really a pick it up locally option from Amazon, maybe some Whole Foods and food items in the CPG category, but not as much for items that you would be thinking of that you would typically buy on Amazon. Yeah, that's a great point. And I actually just read an article that Walmart is now licensing out its pickup today technology. So basically, you know, if, if Target or another, you know, I think they're even going for smaller brick and mortar stores, let's say Dick Sporting Goods wants to use it you know, they'll be able to, to use Walmart's technology for pickup today because it's just that good. Oh, wow. So you can pick up your, your cross nets from, from Dick's at, uh, using Walmart's technology. Who would have thought that? That's really interesting. And it's amazing how they are really shifting customer expectations still and really keeping up with technology. Should we dive into the, the Twitter thread a little bit that we have? And I'll post the link in the description below if you want to follow along as well. Yeah, for sure. So... 
Walmart e-commerce sales is forecasted at 64 billion. Sales were up 79% year over year in 2020. And their website is getting 400 million monthly U.S. visits. So it's safe to say that pretty much everyone and their mother-in-law is going to walmart.com in the States. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that when I was at Walmart three years ago, it only represented about three and a half percent of online retail. And this year it's going to have around 7%, you know, doubled its growth in, in the last three years. And it's been pretty cool to see the changes that Walmart's rolled out. They were definitely late to the e-commerce game. So uh, really impressive that they're even able to have the number two spot right now. Yeah, I think that that is just go to, to say their volume. And it's definitely something that you shouldn't sleep on. I mean, think about how many people just always check Walmart. So let's talk a little bit about the buyer psychology as well, because one of the interesting things was that only 9% of shoppers feel most confident that they're purchasing the right item based on the seller. So if it says sold by that doesn't impact it as much versus pricing and imagery. Right now, consumer confidence is totally centered around pricing and content, right? So images and product description. But what's funny is, you know, being in the e-commerce world, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners will understand this, we look at who who's selling this item. And right now, that is not even a factor uh, contributing to, you know, conversion on Walmart. So people really aren't clicking into sellers, looking at their you know, seller profile, if you will, and seller ratings. Whereas like someone like you and I, I'm sure if we're shopping on Amazon or Walmart, I want to know who's selling the product. So let's talk about ads and and tags here if you want to uh, lead the way on that, Harry. Yeah, so we kind of wanted to understand like how many people are actually seeing sponsored listings on Walmart and how does that affect their, you know, behavior? You know, when it comes to ads, 59% of shoppers said they sometimes notice products marked as sponsored, whereas 22% notice them always or often. And what's interesting is 46% of our respondents said that the sponsored tag makes them less likely to buy compared to the 17% who become more likely. So really interesting there, I think, and this is another trend I think that's relatively new is like people are noticing what products are advertised and maybe even becoming a little weary of it, right? Like so many people are talk, you know, talking about getting their items to their first page using ads. So like, is it a shortcut slash, you know, do people feel like maybe this is not what I was intending to search for? So I'm just going to ignore these top, you know, the top list of the products. And then what about the deals? Because I think Walmart is famous for their, their rollback there, their 97 cent prices. So how impactful are these rollback tags and how could a seller get one? Super impactful. So, you know, rollback tags, when those are on listings, 73% of respondents said they're more likely to buy a product when it's on rollback. And back when I was at Walmart, I basically controlled for the 1P world, uh, you know, all the items that were in the Walmart fulfillment centers, the Walmart stores, when we would run rollbacks, right? So I would work with the brands on the sporting goods side and say, hey, from, you know, September through October, we're going to run a rollback. And most of the time we would have, you know, a Walmart exclusive deal, right? So it would be a better price than you can get on Amazon or any other marketplace. But now it's a little tougher to get rollback flags. You'd have to work with, if you're a 3P seller, you'd have to work with a, they're called the SAMs, strategic account managers on the Walmart side. And if you're in the 1P network, you would work, work with your merchant. Walmart's done a good job of making this more of an official process, whereas they'll have you know a, a deals month or new merch campaigns where you actually submit your items to be reviewed and accepted into their program. 
That's interesting. And it's funny that it's Sam's. That's either very well done branding or they got very lucky need to take credit for it. Yeah, like shout out to Sam Walton. Great book, by the way, if you haven't read it. Oh, yeah, totally read it. So the search is interesting on Walmart because so Amazon people tend to search for like, like if I'm looking for a podcasting arm, I'll search for like desk mounted microphone arm on Walmart. These tend to search for brand names. Yeah. So what's really interesting about that is it seems like Walmart shoppers know the brands are looking for. So when it comes to like the actual site, like by a landslide, first thing people interact with is the search bar. So, you know, we spent so much time at Walmart building out like these beautiful pages and like shop by department, sales this month or rollbacks this month rather. And you realize that most people just go to the site and it's like Google, they just search in the search bar. But when they're searching, you know, they will look for brand most of the time. So if they're looking for a basketball hoop, maybe they'll type in, you know, lifetime basketball hoop. What's interesting about this is that when people use branded names in their search, they very often actually click into different branded items. So I think this is a, you know, a positive thing for the, the mom and pop shops, the smaller brands, the private label guys, you know, who are hoping to get exposure on Walmart, because even though Walmart shoppers are searching with brand names, they're still clicking into, you know, other items that are different brands. Perfect example for myself at a, a natural dog treat company called Treats Happen. And if somebody may have been searching for milk bone or something, and then they realize that they want to give their dog something healthier, they could see my product and then click on to, onto that. Exactly. Exactly. So there's tons of, you know, examples we can come up with, with like major household brand names. Like if someone's searching for Orville popcorn and then they see, you know, Franklin's popcorn, they might click on that. Shout out Dave Strickland if you're listening. But yeah, 80% of shoppers said they sometimes click on a different brand than the one they originally searched. And 18% responded always or often. So super interesting there. That is really, really interesting. And then maybe we'll dive into that in the next episode. But I think that the last point here is really interesting because it is a differentiator that a lot of brands can get. Shipov is a good friend, sponsor of the podcast. And I know that they offer very fast shipping, which is appropriate for the Walmart marketplace. And for the 385 respondents in the survey who didn't make a purchase on Walmart in the past three months, what was the reason for that? Yeah, so 48% said faster and simpler shipping was the main reason they shopped elsewhere. And I think when looking at that, you know, we have faster slash simpler, right? I would probably assume that it's more of the simpler aspect that gets people uh, who are probably staying on Amazon most likely to transact there, right? Because like, it's just simple. It's convenient when you already have your prime membership, you don't have to think about using a new site experience, right? So those might be the people who still, uh, you know, are totally in the Amazon ecosystem. They watch prime TV, they enjoy all the benefits of prime and it's just simpler. And then the faster shipping, of course, there's still a lot of sellers on a uh, Walmart who, you know, can't make two day or they're not using WFS, Walmart fulfilled services, which is the equivalent of FBA for Walmart. So, you know, ship time is super important. It really is. And customers, they don't want to wait. I, and especially in the States, I can't imagine waiting more than three, four days for a product. It's a little, a little bit different up here in Canada because we're a little bit less densely populated. So sometimes stuff does need to go across the country, but I just can't imagine waiting 
five, six days if I ordered some post-it notes or something off, off Amazon. Yeah. And especially for impulse buys like that, or like you got a festival this weekend, you want a Hawaiian t-shirt, like you, <laughs> you're not going to wait five, seven days. So there's tons of examples we can come up with. Like you need this buy, you know, most people are, you know, transacting on things they, you know, they need in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Harry, thank you so much for uh, joining me on this episode. We went a little bit over time, but I think it was really well, well worth it. Where can people find you if they want to learn a little bit more? Yeah, so I am on Twitter. I think my handle is Harrison W underscore IV because uh, I'm the fourth. Yeah, and then also my my email for work, it's H Wolanski, my last name, which is W O L A N S K Y, at whitespider.com. And that's W H Y T E, and then spider with a Y.com. And, uh, or you could just go to whitespider.com, check out you know, the site and submit a contact form. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you're subscribed because we are going to get into a few more nuances of Walmart right after this. With 70,000 customers around the world and hundreds of five-star reviews, it's no wonder why so many businesses choose OmniSend for their marketing automation. Here's a review from the Shopify app store that I think said it better than I could of myself. Honestly, I don't think there's anything this app can't do when it comes to email automation marketing. I haven't been with them long, but it seems like whenever I try to do something a little bit more complex, OmniSend has the capability to do it. Their support is incredible. Thanks, Kara. I'm so happy that I chose this app over all the others. You won't be disappointed. Head to Omnisend.com and see for yourself why so many brands love Omnisend. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.